All right. Hey, guys, how you living? That voice you just heard was Brother Bradley Parker. Good. Glad to hear that. Glad to see I, I split it up a little bit in the intro. Uh, Bradley stopped by to talk about his life and things in it and all the other good shit in the world. And, uh, yeah, had a pretty good conversation. Brad was the last person to see me drunk. We talked about that story and talked about a lot of his stories. I don't want to give any spoilers. Uh, this is going to be a good episode for you. I'm, I'm stoked for you to hear it. Um, Please go to our new website, which dropped today, uh, mistuffpodcast.com, and please go to the YouTube page, Kelsey Hudgens, K-E-L-S-E-Y-H-U-D-G-I-N-S, and subscribe to the YouTube page, and please go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and if you want to fuck with the Patreon, you by all means can do that, uh, gofundme.com slash... I think MI Stuff Podcast. Um, there's links to the GoFundMe on the website and on, I think, all of the pages. I think I may have pinned that on Twitter and such. So if uh, you feel like donating any dollars to the fund, please do that. It's costing us $50 a month now to keep our uh, subscription with Podomatic. So if we can do that, that would be great. And also, we do need to get another chair so that whenever my guests are here, we can both have a comfortable chair to sit in. Instead of just, I mean, this is not bad. You know, the pillows are decent. But we need to do that. And I'm trying to make the podcast pretty self-sufficient. And not. I haven't had to bring a lot of money out of pocket to do that so far. So let's do that. Anyway, please go click follow on all the shit. And uh, there is more information on the swatting that happened. There is a, a little bit. I'll be having a meeting in the morning at 9 a.m. with... Uh, with a criminal investigator and we'll be trying to figure out who did this shit and figure out who's responsible and try to find out a link between me and apparently somebody in Statesville, North Carolina. So there's that. I think that's all I got for you. Hmm. Yep, that's it. That's all I got for you. So I'm going to go ahead and let you get to the content. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your day. Be good people in a world full of shitty people. Tell me one of those people. Be a good person. Enjoy this podcast. I said all that backwards. I usually just say a simple, without further ado, episode number 116 of MI Stuff Podcast featuring Bradley Parker. Enjoy, motherfuckers. Chicken filet is lower sodium. Well, I just I usually do grilled, but I checked my blood on the way out today. I was like a 91, so I'm actually kind of low. Which is why I fell asleep earlier. And when you text, I was napping. Um, but finding out that my blood sugar was an issue, because a lot of these blackout escapades, I, like I completely blackout and forget everything. And then I think during the Carolina Music Fest, after on like a five-day bender, um, I had a little episode, and um, the uh, Tandy Burrows and. Um, and Matt Dillinger's girlfriend sat me down and, and did my blood sugar, and it was like 400, which was like close to comatose. And that was that was kind of a wake up call for me. And then, and of course, some other things happen, uh, you know, that have to do with my libido. And I and I went well. <laughs> in, in other words, in other words, it, it was more more or less. Uh, I was having trouble one night, and I was like, "Fuck it, we're going to the doctor, find out what's wrong." And I have I have a female Russian doctor. 
and so my family daughter, and she's like, Bradley, you get you get your blood you get your blood right, and you be rock hard. And I'm like, done, sold. Where, where do I sign up? So she put me on metformin. What the fuck kind of doctor do you go to, man? <laughs> she's a female Russian doctor. Like, she's been my female family doctor for years. But she was funny. She was, you know, she was making a joke. You know, because that was the reasoning that I came in was my libido. And um, then she's like, you get your blood. You get your blood. You be you be rock hard. I was I was dying laughing. Like, she's always been kind of funny. And uh, and so I could tell you it worked. <laughs> um, well, congratulations to you. <laughs> back in the game, coach. Um, but yeah, so the blood sugar thing that's that's been a, been real trying for me the past about year two years. Now that obviously has to affect your mindset when you think about drinking. Like how? Now I'll say this. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm vodka waters now. Like, do you ever feel there will be a time when you don't drink anymore? I hope so. And because you know, when I look back at my life, and the, I mean, uh, I, I could my taxes. I did my taxes, and I look at that the, the amount of money spent in bars, and it's it's anywhere from thirty to fifty thousand dollars a year. You can write a lot of that off. I do, bro. <laughs> that, that's, that's the only reason I know this thing. So. Yeah, I hope that one day the alcohol it doesn't play a, a major part in my life. But um, I'll tell you, I had a real good scare a couple of weeks ago, and it made me not want to drink ever again. Um, I hurt somebody that I really cared about, and I didn't think she was ever going to speak to me again. And um, and actually, the, the 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 moment that she told me that she would never speak to me again, my watch broke, and it stuck at that hour that I wrote that post. So I've got a nice watch that my boss gave me, and it's sitting there in the bathroom, and it's stuck at at, at 4.30 in the morning. And it's, and I keep it there as a reminder. And I wear my watch on my right wrist now. I wore my watch on my left wrist for 20 years. Why, now, why do, you, why do you feel like that's the change that you need to make? No, it's just, it's just little things. Because, I mean, this this right here offsets me. Uh, this is totally uncomfortable in everything that I do. I'm not used to it. You spent 20 years on the left wrist and... Now, what's funny is out of all of the things that you could decide to change after something like that happens, you put your watch on a different wrist. Well, and and, and here, and I was thinking about going to get a tattoo under my watch. I have a scar here that, um, which is another story. It's uh, basically I blew up a grill during our 11 and a half year class reunion for Socks D because nobody can get their shit together. So that's a Socks D story. Yeah, yeah. So I blew up the grill, got knocked on my ass. Burned my hand. So I have this this hairline is fucked because it got burned off. I wasn't going to say nothing. Okay, well, thank you. I appreciate you. And, um, <laughs> fuck you. And, um, so, so I got this scar, and that watch rubs that scar. So I was going to get a tattoo and, like, the little symbol for no drinking, like the little martini glass with the cross through it, just a tattoo or something to remind me, you know, that, yeah. the, the struggle, <clears throat> there's a struggle there. And, with that watch being broken and then swapping out watches, I was like, what can I do immediately to change my mindset? And and just by switching, now I walk to the right a lot now. Like, I'm constantly running into shit because my body is, you know. That's why I started wearing these glasses. <laughs> so you can see? No. These glasses are fake as the people I see through them. Oh, yeah? They just give you I started wearing them different. I started wearing them after I quit drinking. To change something about your to body. To change something. Just so to change that's something. The, that's not that crazy, is That's it? why I asked you. I said ah, it's so funny okay, that you okay. pick something really, really odd to change about yourself other than one. Like, well, this I, is the only thing that I deal daily with. When I stopped drinking, I wanted a constant reminder that I was looking for, at things differently. differently. Nice. Nice. Through something differently. So those those are not those don't function at all. That's really cool, man. I mean, maybe. 
Not, not, not. I mean, I mean that's really cool. I mean, that's that people deal with shit in different ways, and that's like I was gonna do the tattoo, and I, I felt like I, I don't have any tattoos because I don't, ha- I don't, I don't, I don't believe in anything long term enough. Does that make any sense? I feel like I changed my mind. Like if I got that explains a lot. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't have any. Like I change my mind so often about if I got a tattoo, I'd be, I'd hate it tomorrow. You know what I mean? I got three, and I wish I had zero. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah. So, but I think the the. I was gonna do the like the little alcohol like don't yeah. drink like symbol under my watch. Yeah. And then I was like, well, fuck that. Why don't I just move my watch to my right hand, which is incredibly uncomfortable. But I need to be uncomfortable to stop making stupid decisions. Has it worked? It, it, it has worked in the most part. I haven't been drunk since that Monday, but I have drank. Um, but I have been. Uh, I didn't drink all St. Patty's Day, which there's two days of dinner. I went to four or five different festivals. And you didn't drink Saturday. Mm-mm. I didn't. I had one car bomb Sunday afternoon after speaking to the person that I hurt and them saying, you know, it's it, it's, it's the national drinking hall. They have a damn drink. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think that was more or less because she didn't want to drink alone. <laughs> no, she was out of town. Um, so she was drunk. Um, but uh, I think that was easier. But I made I made a conscious decision that day. To, to well, that, that's, that's, that's really good. That thing in North Myrtle Beach was bonkers yeah and so you called me out in front of like ten thousand people yeah. and, and like i was like legit when i walked up and moved the camera people to the side they were like who the fuck is this guy and then you were like bradley parker security and i was like i ain't gonna lie i got a little i got a little uh i blushed a little bit because there's you know, when you said i was gonna be on the podcast and ten thousand people was like yeah I did. I, I shouted out the podcast in front of 10,000 people. And, and they had like, us on this you know, giant, giant screen. screen. Yeah, and I, I didn't like, know that until I went to the crowd. I was like, fuck, we're big enough, man. You don't need to do oh, any more. Yeah, it was, that was great. So, um, yeah, so it definitely put me on blast. So that's why I felt like today I was like really tired. I was like, you know, I was like, I can't bail out on period. I was like I said, I'll do it. He's already. I'm glad because I was worried. No, no. I'm, I'm, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something. Unless it's going to be detrimental to my health, of course. Yeah. And then I'm going to try to talk us both out of it. Um, but, yeah, so this that's trying to make a self-conscious effort. Um, tired of ruining tired of ruining good things, man. Really am. Well, and, and that's honestly what I wanted to have you on here for is, is to just see what your your head was like. Just you say things like I'm tired of ruining good things and I burn a lot of bridges and I'm wondering like is you're one hundred percent Sold on the fact that all of this is alcohol related. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't do any other drugs, and I don't have, do any other things that alter my mental stability. It's just alcohol, and I can look back at everything that's gone wrong and, and put. But do I think I will be able to quit drinking? I don't think so. I really don't. I, Why is that? I, I just think it's. Is that as much? Are you basing now? Before you go any further, are you basing this on? Do you think that you could not quit drinking because? Of your reputation? No, I, I think that I think that me being the the outgoing guy that I am, that's always out and about and things like that. It does it, when I don't drink. That definitely definitely doesn't make me want to go out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can do it, but I at a certain point, people are being drunk idiots, and then I realize you know that's me a lot of times, and then I just want to get out of the situation. So is it more that you want to leave? You want to be out with everybody rather than drink? Yeah, I, I listen. If we if, if we could do something that didn't require drinking, I'd be all about it. Let's go. Let's go. But if you go to a bar, there has to be a drink involved. 
No, 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 no. I, I did four months in bars every night. Don't get me wrong. It's not. So, and actually, the only reason that I came off of sobriety is because I had seven weddings in a row. And I went to my buddy Mikey's wedding, and I was sober. There's a video that, that's got me, and True Soul's playing, and Dorian's up there on the mic. And um, I'm in the back doing jumping jacks because I'm so sober that I forgot the moves to the Cupid Shuffle. And you can hear Dorian go, I see you in the back doing jumping jacks. And there's like a video of me stone sober doing jumping jacks while everybody else is doing the Cupid shovel. Because I'm stone sober and I I can dance like no other when I'm drunk. At least that's what I... <laughs> Most Americans can. No, no, no. Like I'm, I'm like really good at it. Like, I think. I'm yeah. Like, oh, I mean, that's the thing. You feel like you're doing no, the no, right no. things. I've been, I've been told numerous times. Anyway. Yeah. I, I got I got a little bit of moves I think I think anyway so I definitely so I went to one wedding sober and I had six more lined up after it yeah it was like wedding year and um, so I was like I, can't, I was like cannot I can't do this sober I can't go to seven weddings sober I can't do it and so I think it's, I was like it's not fair to the bride and groom because they're, they're I'm usually the hype man I'm usually the one that's getting everybody up and going and I'm the one that's you know dancing on the dance floor and that might be a little arrogant but I feel like it's the case. I well, I felt the same. I've literally felt the same way. I felt like I was, and I you probably I was a large personality anywhere I went. Yeah, drinking like it was just that's just how it was, and I felt like I owed it to everybody around me to maintain that. I don't feel like I owe anybody that, but I definitely feel like my like St. Patty's Day. I was out the door by seven thirty. I was over it. You know, I, I, I knowing everybody in the inlet, yeah, like you do, you got to sit there and have fifteen five minute meaningless conversations. Of, yeah. Hey, how are you doing? When actually ninety percent of the people don't give a shit. Yeah. Or they follow you enough on the internet where they already know. Like, yeah, they're just know, wanting to get more yeah. information that that somebody else doesn't have. So yeah. I'll tell you a funny story. Is I started saying something like, uh, just to see if people were paying attention. Yeah. So I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm not I'm not doing too hot. I got a rash on my balls. And you know, just see what they were if they were paying attention. And uh, it actually, we were at a, we were at a wake at a at a guy's house, and I said, I said to a buddy of mine, I said, one more motherfucker, ask me how I'm doing, and don't actually care. I'm gonna say something to just blow their mind. And I did. And this this buddy of mine's wife came up to me. I hadn't seen him in a while. They were living in Florida at the time, and she's like, um, Bradley, how you doing? I said, I have a rash on my balls. And then my buddy, uh, he, he chimed in because he heard me, the statement. He goes, yeah, I just had to bail him out of jail this morning. Show him the rash on your balls. And the dude's wife, like, heard this and got between him and his wife thinking that I would actually do it. But it, it, the whole room just started dying laughing because they, they, they heard the conversation leading up to it. And, and then I was like, if one more person asks me and doesn't actually care about, you know, what yeah. I got to say, they're just making meaningless conversations, I'm going to say something fucked up. And that was that was pretty good. Well, yeah, I mean, that, I understand what you mean. Like you're wanting to be wanting to maintain life of the party and maintain that sort of uh, persona is. And, and I, dude, I, I did. I tried. I went to the bar every day for however many months. I think it was probably around four months. And then I was just like, I just can't do this anymore. I'm gonna have to just start staying home. What? Well, you found that, an, you found an avenue for that. I just haven't. Yeah, that's the thing. And I was actually going to get up to that later in the podcast, but I'll go ahead and say it now, bro. You need to start a fucking channel. Uh, a TV. I've had I've had multiple opportunities to be on television. I'm not talking about television. And, I'm not anything, talking about that. I'm like, talking about this. You need like to start a fucking podcast, a YouTube, where you don't listen. You don't. Nobody tell me what to do. Don't nobody tell me what I can and can't do. That's what you need. 
you need to not have anybody to tell you how to do you because you're the only one that can do that the way that it needs to be done. I I don't know about a podcast because talking in in this situation is fine for me. Public speaking is not a problem, but... um, some of the shit that I've gone through, it, drunken or not, has been epic. And like, tell those stories. Yeah, I've got stories for days. Get drunk on those stories, man. Yeah. That's like whenever I, whenever I think, I, I'll, if ever I think about drinking and I really want to drink, and I keep a bottle of rum in my freezer. I always, I've, I've had it there, literally. I, for I don't know how long. I remember I got a bottle of rum, a bottle of Rumple, and a bottle of Fireball. Whenever we did, we started doing podcasts. Just the basics. Just for just for podcast guests. And the only thing that's left now is a little bit of rum in a bottle. Out of all the podcast guests that I've had, they they keep sipping on these bottles over all these years. And I I have it there. I sleep with the wolf in the fucking freezer. And I leave it there because I know that I don't need it anymore. And anytime I ever want to take a sip or anytime I ever want to get drunk, I just think about some of the shit that I did when I was drinking. So what what some did the, you do that? Oh, I started doing copious, copious amounts of cocaine. I think you you, you remember me in those mm, days. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't and I wasn't like shy about it. I was very vocal about what I was doing because I've always been really honest, just like you. I've been very very straightforward. But just the I, cocaine? Did you make any any like life altering mistakes like? Yeah, I mean, I think just doing the first line was a life-altering mistake because it ended up spending like $150 a day on that shit okay, every yeah. time I yeah, had it. You know, it was a fucking addiction. I, it got to the point where I didn't run out. You know, when it gets to the point where you don't run out, you, you've got a problem. Like when you have to like, okay, well, this little, it's like a pack of cigarettes, you know, this little bit will get two, me to the next you're day. You're down to two and you need, another, you need, yep. you need two, you got two bumps or two lines and you need to go get an eight ball. Yeah, exactly. Like I was getting to the point where I wasn't, I wasn't running out, and then, I, and and I just realized, that, man, like you got a lot of friends when you do do that powder. Oh yeah. And I realized that and was like, oh shit, like I don't like this at all. Like this is not fun. I don't, I don't enjoy losing money because these people aren't throwing any dollars in on this shit. You know, I'm I'm spending all these dollars, and now I'm to the point to where. I'm like one not wanting to hang out with anybody, and I'm I'm secluding myself, and I'm staying home by myself, and that means I'm doing well, powder by I, myself, and that's 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 a problem. Then you know, yeah, and I think if my alcoholism got to the point where I was drinking alone, that I would t- that I would be more yeah. I'd be more serious to go with, to go to AA. With, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I didn't I didn't I didn't I never drank alone. I never really. Oh yeah, I'm a social. Drinker. I never drank alone. I, I, but, but that's my cat. That's my yeah. that's my example. Like, hey, you're not drinking alone. You're just going out and drinking. You know, when you're bored or when you when there's a yeah. party or something, you don't really have a problem if there's nothing going on. Oh, for sure. But also, I laid in the bed for a year and a half, depressed because of my my failed relationship, which failed because of alcohol. Um, I was angry all the time because I didn't feel loved, and and alcohol just exacerbated that. So I laid in the in the bed for a long time, and then when I did come out, I would just get so fucked up that I ended up with DUIs. I ended up with. Um, sinking my boat, wrecking my truck. Like, I mean, there was like a, a, yeah. a, a, a all these ruined relationships, and the, and the money is is nothing compared to the people that I don't see anymore. That I can that I can relate to one hundred percent. Like, I miss a lot of my friends because I don't drink anymore. I miss a lot of people that I would love to hang out with, but I just know that I can't do that without wanting to drink and not trusting myself with, with taking a drink. And I've gone too far now to, to drink again. 
Well, then don't do it. But you yeah. know, you not so you can hang out with somebody. If yeah. You, if you're at that point, you can hang out with them and not drink. Yeah, but when I get to that point to where I'm like, it's in the air and that switch has been flipped. I have to get out. I have to go home right then. Like I, I, I ghost a lot. Like the Irish farewell. The is, Irish farewell. Yeah, I did that last week. Yeah, weekend, yeah. I, it's it's I, I do that a lot, and it's easier to do that, especially if you got to uh, watch your uh, when you get your headphones close to the mic. Do that. Um, they uh, when it, it's easier to do that when you know a lot of people like we do, like because it'll take you too long to say bye, and it's like you're leaving. Okay, let's do another quick shot, and then it'll do twelve seven, shots later. Seven hours later, you're yeah, wasted. twelve shots later, you, you're 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 you may as well just fucking stay out because you're hammered now, and whatever you were gonna do is of lesser importance than maintaining, you know, fucking the evening. Yeah, it's the tough. status quo of the it's, night. It's real tough, man. I'm, I deal with it. I deal. I deal with it every day. I mean, I was just. I was at the bar earlier. Got me, had one drink and a and a um, chicken sandwich, and I started to feel sick because I'm not drinking. Like Must I, have been the chicken. No, no, no. It's, it's because <laughs> I automatically now when you when you stop drinking for any period of time, um, your tolerance goes down, of course. So oh, yeah. you know, two two weeks without having a solid drunk. That. You know that that one drink just kind of made me feel woozy, and I, my blood sugar was low. I don't know, so I went home and checked it, and, and I got real tired. That's when I passed out. But um, that, there's no, zero good has come of it, so it's just kind of like, why do it? Yeah, why exactly? And I think it has, has all to do with being bored, just being bored. <laughs> find some, if you find something uh, to fill your time outside of that, like something to do when you would be drinking, and. I and that's just that's where this came in for me and I and I'm not just that's the only reason I'm saying like I think you should do a blog like a video blog just talk to a video camera just talk to yourself mm-hmm. and that that's just what I did but I mean, but just feel finding something to fill your time with uh, when you would be drinking to sort of take your mind off of well, what I'm not doing like don't let yourself get bored in a way and obviously like people will be like oh you should just exercise and I'm like. Yeah, yeah, I know. Do, do you look like me fucking exercising? No, um, like I'm trying to fucking do laps. <laughs> my buddy, my buddy, oh, um, Marson, texted me today trying to ride bikes, and I was like, "Riding bikes is cool, man. If you can ride down, I, I want to do it. I talk about it all the time, and uh, maybe, maybe we should do that our first, do the first like live outdoor video, like." Ride the freaking Polly's and back. You know, they got this motherfucker Polly's and back. You look at me, I'm pelling a dump truck, dog. Listen, that shit'll go get you a nice big beach cruiser. I got a bike. I got a really nice bike. Big ass beach cruiser with a big ass seat, you'd be fine. I got a really nice bike with a really nice seat. I just don't get on it because literally every time I get on it, I'm just like, everybody just like, look at this fat fuck on this. Tiny ass motherfucker, and it's just no. a giant bike. But I'm just a no, fucking I'm I'm a, I'm, I'm, you, I'm that elephant right yeah, there pedaling down this why, fucking road. Why do you beat yourself up? Okay. I mean, you listen. I remember I, I'm just you were twice about this it. fucking size. I don't know, well, half. At whatever. Seventy. Yeah. You were seventy. I was. Percent. Listen, I was a. I was cut up when when we first met. I was all cut up. Okay. Well, I remember when you were bigger. Bigger? You're a little bigger. I don't think so. I think this is the biggest I've ever been. No, dude. I think so. I think you're. I think self awareness is not always. Maybe what I you, think what, so. No, I, th- I think I think you've lost, you had to lose weight to quit drinking. 
What's <laughs> up, Jazzy? He just ate more? Jason Summers is in the chat. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're in the chat, Jason Summers is the guest that I had whenever we got, got swatted. swatted. Yeah. Um, what did he say about let me get, that? Let me, give Jason a, uh, let me give Jason a wrench here. Dude, Jason was scared real bad, bro. I what laughed he, my ass off. You were, you were laughing and he scared shitless? No, no. I, I wasn't laughing right then, but when I heard it back, the way that he says it is just so funny where he's like, scared me. Scared me real bad, bro. <laughs> Just the way that he said it is so, so damn funny. Uh, yeah, Joey Bellamy texted me and he, he said, Get me some nuggets. Is Joey watching? I think so. What's up, Joey? Now, check this out. All right, my address. No, no, okay, I'm scared the hell out of me. Yeah, no shit. I was like, Who the fuck is that? Scared me real bad, bro. <laughs> Jason, I'm sorry, man. Joey's at, Joey's at home. He should come get on the podcast. Joey, Joey could tell you tons of stories about me drunk. Yeah, I know. I, I wanted to get Joey on here for uh, the uh, the capital punishment talk that I did with Alicia and Patrick. Okay. But, um, uh, so how do you feel about that? How do you feel about the death penalty? Me personally, uh, when I going into that podcast, it was of my belief that if somebody does something bad towards children or uh, or women or children, and I, and I know that that might be sexist for me to say that, but I only feel, as a man, I don't feel as, and I know this might be the wrong thing to say, and I apologize for this, but uh, Joey, in, Joey in the chat, let me give Joey a wrench too. Um, what does that mean, give him a wrench? Get, get my add, make him a moderator. Oh, like so you just, chat or talk or whatever? Yeah, so they can moderate if anybody comments in the, uh, anybody comments and says something shitty so in you, the chat. So you think that, that women and children, if someone murders a woman and child, are they... Um, Public execution. Was okay. That's what I that, going into that talk. That's how I felt. So when when you left that talk, how do you feel? Leaving that talk, I feel like everybody deserves. I think everybody deserves a chance, but I think there's a way to rule out that. Here's the thing. There's just too much. I still believe in death penalty. I believe that that it should be a thing. Too I really believe that there's there's just too much. Uh, I think there's too much of this person's going to die anyway very soon. So who gives a shit if we don't hit the right vein? Let's just stick them 20, 30 times. Oh, you're scared times. about them being hurt? That's Well, I mean, I'm just saying well, I think I know that this somebody, is, somebody, there's got to be a more humane way to do this. If it's nothing than just to shoot them. Shoot them, hang them. Um, here's the problem. Uh, here's the problem without having capital punishment. There's no consequences to murder. Yeah. So if, all right, if I knew that I was going to get life in prison for murdering somebody, I may be inclined to do that more than if I knew I was going to die. What's up, artillery? I see out there. You know what I mean? So the, the, the reason we have laws and, and, and punishments is to um, slow down the amount of, of cl- uh, crime that goes down. If there's no consequences, what's... Well, here's the thing. I don't think that out of the capital punishment... And, and, and I, there was a good point made. I think Patrick made this point in that podcast. And uh, if you guys are interested in this at all, there's an episode with uh, featuring Patrick, Hannah, and Alicia Brown called the Capital Punishment Talk. Uh, you can check it out on the channel. But anyway, um, I think he made a good point that back in the Wild West, there were people you know hung every day, every day. out of out of just just doing shit. But that didn't stop crime. 
Uh, it, it didn't, but those people, you know, those people also, it also kept a lot of people from doing crime. Yeah, it did. But people didn't get caught as much. But it, it, but it's about numbers now. You know, it's all, everything's all about numbers. So if like we can get that percentage of crime down by just a little bit by doing something a certain way, and as far as I don't know, as far as death penalty. I, I believe, I'm sorry, and if this offends anybody, I really apologize, but I believe that if somebody does something to hurt kids or hurt children, um, and, and that's, and, and artillery here makes a really good point about people who are wrongfully accused and sentenced to the death penalty. and But that's a small, that's, a, uh, that, that's a, such a small statistic that, you know, we, every, oh, for sure. every, every case should be examined sure. thoroughly. Very, very, but very. But to short. take the capital punishment off the table, it, there's no consequence for someone murdering somebody anymore. And if you're going to plan a murder and think it out and and do it, you're more likely to not do that if you know in the back of your mind that you're probably going to die if you get caught. Yeah, I mean that's well. That was my logic in saying that if you show the world on like put it on like when the president was on, we were kids and it was on every fucking channel. When the president gave a speech, it was. Oh, yeah. you know, well, well, I thought I figured like you know what just just throw it on every every channel anytime somebody does you want to rape a kid you want to rape a woman well, you want to abuse oh. you want to abuse somebody then yeah let's let's show you what's going to happen that was me going into that talk I obviously and and I don't and I, and I, and we we've gone to society where that that's uh where it's okay to to do one thing that is is would be deemed morally incorrect yeah. but doing another is fine yes exactly so i mean it's absolutely it, artillery i agree with you pedo should be beheaded yeah, well, and, and a lot I mean, of and a lot of times they get killed in prison anyway. Yeah, um, but you know, just just go back to drinking. The consequence of drinking is you could kill someone, you could lose your license, you could. You know, yeah, I mean, those are huge consequences. But I alcohol think, is the wolf in sheep's clothing. Uh, absolutely, and I, and I and I think that, and I don't want to, I don't want to bring my case into this, but I think that that there's there's for the right amount of money you can get out of anything when that comes yeah. to that, and that there's no consequences in at that point. So I think it should be stricter. And Absolutely. Even, and that means that's stricter on myself. So I've done some dumb shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I hear you. Yeah, I know. I hear you. But, man, I'm just, when is, when is it enough? I can tell you right now that for me personally, you have to, you have to, and I think Josh said it on uh, on the text message that he sent me that night when I was having my little breakdown. He said, you know, it, it feels good to be, to be self aware and to know that, and I have to go back and read the exact thing that he said, but it it made sense. But at the time, I wasn't willing to read it because I was in denial of the, what I had done the night before. And he basically said, from my own experience. So from my own experience, the minute I got honest with myself about the things that I was doing, and I shouldn't, that it was beyond my control was the minute my life started to get better. And what basically it means is like as soon as you That's s- accurate. you're self-aware, then, and I'm getting to be more self-aware, but I really, I hadn't had any reason to do anything else. So hurting myself was, yeah, uh, that was me punishing myself for my mistakes, but the fact that I might lose this relationship kind of put it a new kind of put a new twist on it. Does that make yeah. any sense? Yes. So, like you do, got something doing, basically to something to, to hold on to, yeah. to that you want you that you uh, a constant. Well, not a constant, but just even even a reason. Well, I say constant in the butterfly effect case, like something to keep you grounded, like a reason yeah. to yeah, an anchor. 
An anchor, yeah. When I haven't had, I haven't had one in years. Yeah. I, I, and I'm not saying that I have one now, but I have something to look forward to. Yeah. And in, in the moment that I thought that I wasn't going to be able to look forward to that anymore, that hurt. Like that, that kind of like that, that hurt more than anything else that I'd ever been through. And you would do everything in your power to prevent feeling like that again. Yeah. What I, if I told you? That and this is hypothetical. What if I told you that you could quit drinking and you would never have to worry about hurting anybody that bad again? And not just saying that. What could you do it then? If you knew without a doubt, like guaranteed, that you could be like if if I were a fucking wizard that could grant you a wish. Well, that would be that would be. I mean, would, if I just could you, out, if, if, knowing that, would you would you be able to stop drinking with one hundred percent certainty? I, I would hope so. Because it'd be inhuman in, of me to not want to protect others from myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Yes. So I just don't, I have the willpower to do it. I just haven't had the reason to do it. And hurting myself. Have you not, though? But hurting myself and causing me monetary pain is. Yeah. I can deal with that. But the monetary pain is one thing. Like, the money, we make more money. But, like, as far as the people. The people, and the only person. The the only person. The feelings. The only person in the recent that I've cared about enough to do that told me not to call her again at 4.30 in the morning when my watch stopped. And that's why I wear my watch on the right hand. And do I think that I'm going to drink again? Yes. Am I going to be more conscious to hurting that other person? Yes. Do I think I could stop completely today? If my doctor told me if I took another sip, I would die? Yes. Okay. Now, do you think that you can handle only drinking enough and then walking away? I think that I, I think that I think that if I'm going to drink at all, I'm going to have to be able to do that. And and yeah. And so me me trying to. It, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of torn. You know what I mean? I can stop drinking. That's not a problem. I know I've done. I can do it. I've done it for four months. It's no. Yeah. I, I know that I can do it. I just haven't had a, a good enough reason to until the recent. So does that make any sense? Yeah, and I, I 100% get that. And I'll tell you that just from my experience. That I decided that I really had a problem and needed to quit drinking about two years before I actually quit. And you fought for it. You fought with it for two years. Yep. Well, and I, and I've been fighting with it for two about two years too. I went to bed every single night praying to God. And listen, I'll tell you something about drunk people: is drunk people pray more than everybody else in the world. Yeah, we because do. you have to, because you're like God. Yeah, it'll it'll pick up the uh, pick up the phone if you're not careful. Um, I had a big issue with that with, with Jamie Deluxe when he was here. That that uh that one. Jesus, can you read that letters, man? Oh, you talking about my big text? God damn. But uh, yeah, Jesus. Uh, anyway, you can see it from outer space. Yeah, you can. But go ahead. Nothing. Get that thing off for it. Makes a non damn noise. I still got you. Anyway, how was that? I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, like. Just from my personal experience, I quit drinking two years after I decided I really need to. So I did fight with it and just going to bed and you're praying every single night that, you know, God, just get me through this. I don't ever want to feel like this again. Just get me through this and I promise I'll never drink again. And we say it every night probably. I prom- here Every morning I wake up like I'm never drinking again. Yeah, And then I end up drinking again. 
I mean, uh, thanks, Artillery. Appreciate it. Um, dude, just uh, knowing that, knowing what everything that you have heard, or everything that you have heard yourself say here today, I want you to go back and re-listen to this later and just just like here listen to yourself say some of the things in all the orders that you've said it and it's kind of contradicting well not 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 saying that it's contradicting i'm just saying that you you do i think that you do have a lot of reasons to want to be the best you that you can be. Yeah, well, I, I haven't had a reason to do that. Um, like, yes, you think that you would think that be, being the best you for you for your future would be enough, but a lot of times it's not. But that's almost like waiting to buy another vehicle when your motor blows. Instead of maintaining your motor and, and, yes. then, and then letting it blow and then buying yes. another car, you're saying instead of maintaining yourself now. Yes, but. It's all right. So self-loathing and self-doubt play a lot into this because you know I hated myself forever for what I did to my ex and how I handled that. And well, first off, you have to forgive yourself for your your, and your I have, past. And I have, and and I'm over it. Me and her can be friends now. Everything's cool. Yeah. But that put me in a dark place for so long that I didn't I didn't have a reason to not drink, and so. Myself not being enough reason. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah. So. So you didn't see yourself as a worthy enough reason to quit drinking for. Yes. And and you should not quit or do anything in life for someone else. You shouldn't because you need to do it for yourself. Otherwise, it's not going to stick long term. Because that person or thing is going to go away. It can always yeah. go away. But but the you doing it for yourself is is. Would be the ultimate motivator. So I'm just not, sure. I'm not there yet. Does that, does that make any sense? Yeah, it absolutely does because I've been there. I know where it is. It's just like I don't need to quit drinking yet. Like for my, for the whole thing, the whole time I was like, shit, I don't have a family. I don't have a wife. I don't have kids. I don't really have like. I don't need to quit drinking. Like I just don't need to. There's nobody that I need to. Yeah, and I was in the same place. I didn't give a shit about myself. I was treating my body like the rental car it was. You know, yeah. I didn't fucking care. I was gonna, you know, like what Doug Stanhope says. I'm gonna send it back with the bumpers hanging <laughs> off, and you know, I'm, I'm just. It's got insurance on it. Yeah, I mean, I was. I didn't care about. I didn't care about my body or care about my my health at all. And I, and I still don't care as much as I should. You know, I still don't eat like it or, or exercise or anything like it. I mean, I just. The only reason that I'm saying that uh, is because I've just heard you say a dozen things yeah. that, like, you're like 100. I, I feel pretty pretty confident that alcohol is the reason in behind this, this, this thing, this thing, this thing. This oh, thing. I know it is. And and I I was just that was literally just my question is like what what is your boiling point like what is the point to where you I, think that you might I think I think last Monday the, the Monday that in question. I mean, I met this this person. They're super cool. They're the coolest person I've ever met. And I've met a lot of people. Yeah. So this is not like I'm sheltered. I know I know a ton of people. And this person is one of the coolest people I've ever met. They they want to spend time with me. They want to put energy into me. And I almost burned a bridge. And it was actually the first bridge I actually gave a shit about burning. 
if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've lost plenty of friends with the, the whole cocaine thing. When I quit, when I had to blow up about the cocaine, like you know, my best friend kicked me out of his house um, so he could hook up with the girl that I was with, and then it was all just a cocaine filled party at that point. And I was like, I, I you know, blew up on the internet, said some things I shouldn't have said. Um, you know, I actually got you know tackled by a, a a guy that I considered my like, like my buddy my bodyguard I mean he was like six foot two traveled with me everywhere and he slammed me to the ground and like I just the next day after seeing what all the, the drugs and, and the partying did in that crowd I lost those people but I didn't need those people to begin with my life's better without them but the thought of losing this person was more than I could handle yeah and I couldn't sleep for three days like uh, I, I, I laid in the bed for three days, but couldn't sleep. And I prayed, and I, I mean, I cried myself to sleep that night. I prayed about it, um, and it, and it was just kind of like a wake up call. Now, it's still a struggle. Like just because you have an epiphany, yeah, on a Monday, doesn't mean Thursday you're gonna be in the in, in the you know you're gonna yeah. be able to. So it's a work in progress, and it's been a. It, I, I don't struggle with it, like. I don't need a drink. I, don't, I, I struggle with, am, am I going to sit at home tonight and be bored and have nothing to do but watch watch Netflix so I can't sleep or until I fall asleep? Or am I going to go out and hang out with my friends at happy hour and maybe have one or two drinks? And then is there a special occasion coming up where I know I'm gonna, that it's not going to be any fun unless I drink? Those, those are the things that come yeah. up. But right now, I haven't had a reason for the past couple of years. And now... I have a semblance of a reason. So you're gonna try to bottom bottom pyramid this thing out and to like cone it out into like as little as possible and try to put a limit on yourself, or are you just gonna try to wing it and see how it goes? Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have a good plan, and and, <coughs> and that's part that's part of my problem is that I haven't had a plan in a long time, and maybe I need to make one. You know what I mean? Um, do I? Do I think that that I'm not gonna that I could stop drinking today? Yes, if if I absolutely had to, I could. Do I think that that, that that's necessary? No, I just got to figure out a way to control it. No, like I had a glass of wine at dinner last night, no problem. Uh, no, that's actually what I was gonna say. Like I, I I've I've all, I've said several times on the podcast that if I ever drink again, it'll probably just be like scotch or wine. Just scotch or just wine? Like, well, well, I mean, like my very best friends that I hang out with all the time. I go to their house for dinner. I like, I'm with them all the time. They drink wine like fish, you know. Drink, you know. Yeah. Breathe water, you know. So, it, it, to try to remove myself from everyone that drinks, I'd be by myself. Well, that's the thing. I think you're thinking about it the wrong way. I think that you're thinking that you'll have to remove yourself from everything. Alcohol related. If, if I'm going to stop, if I'm going to stop and not have any, um, whatever you call it. While you're eating, let me explain why. Well, I know what you're about to say, and let me explain why that's not a good idea. Because you you think that you're gonna you're gonna try to if you're gonna quit drinking, you're gonna remove yourself from anything that would tempt you to drink. Correct. It's not possible. Exactly, but is not, that what not, you were gonna say? Yeah, well, all, in a way, all your temptations. Yeah, but not, it's not possible for me personally. Well, you don't know that. You know, and I'll say that because nobody knows the power of their 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 brains. Sure. You don't know how strong and powerful your mind is. I just know that if I'm so you, outgoing that I'm not gonna be able to sit inside. And well, not. here's the thing. You don't have to sit inside to do this. You can still go out and hang out with your people. And I'll tell you that this every single time that you go out and hang out with your people, you're if you stop drinking, you're only removing one thing that you do from this equation. 
if you stop drinking and stop hanging out with your friends and stop going in all these places and stop seeing all these different faces and stop seeing all these different people, then that is five or six different things you're removing. Only remove and I'm not saying this. I'm not the, the listeners know that I'm not one to sit here and preach about quitting drinking. I feel like I can say this to you because fuck we I mean either way. Yeah. If you just stop drinking, that's the one on you're only removing one thing from all of that equation. You can still go out, you can still hang out with your friends and you'll realize that you know what? All of those years of me being uh being drunk and building that personality that everybody knows and loves so much mm-hmm. is muscle memory. You're still that person. Yeah, I know. You're 100% still that person that they know and love. And they'll see that. And I was so worried when I stopped that I was like, shit, nobody's going to want to be around me because they're in love with that other guy. They're in love with the other guy that's just drunk. But they they weren't. They really gave a shit about me. And great. yeah, I do well, hang cream, out with the, a few the less people will, now. The cream will come to the, come to the top. But, yeah. But when I quit drinking that, that past the past week and a half, two weeks, I haven't heard from a lot of people. Like I, a lot of people that normally call me on Friday, Saturday night, they want to go. Yeah. Out. They th- they know that I'm not drinking. They're not calling. Well, now so that they, might be a, They're not real friends anyway. Well, yeah, that's what I was just about to say. That might just be the sort of thing where... And I think you know exactly who your real friends are. You, you're, you're your real group of people who... Yeah, they're the ones that support you and don't laugh at you and say, oh, you're going to try this again. You're going to try, you're going to try your hand. Actually, that's exactly what your friends will do. <laughs> <laughs> and you know they'll, be, they'll be the realest with you. They'll be the ones that's like, dude, motherfucker, are you serious? You can try this again. Oh, here Good we go. Luck. Here, whoop, there it is. Yeah. So, but seriously, I, I really feel like you... Oh, you are in a different position than most other people in a similar position is that you are a very, very popular person. A lot of people listen to you and a lot of people pay attention to you. Not a lot. And if, absolutely, Abby says, be the DD. Just be the fucking life of the party, driving everybody around, tripping them out. But, but seriously, you are in a unique position to where you have a very large online following and in real life following. You have, you're a popular fucking person and a lot of people will listen it, it, to it what be, you say. It, it can kind of be annoying though. I, mean, I know. Uh, trust me. I know. A lot of people will listen to you and know what you say and will listen to what you say. I believe that if you made a change like that to better yourself, and and that's 100% what it will be billed as, as you making a change to better yourself. It won't be that you're like, oh, I, I decided to quit drinking. It'll be the, the thing that you're like, if you're making a change to better yourself, dude, you could, you could turn an entire community around. And stop so many fucking people from excessive drinking. Like if if somebody sees that you post a Facebook post of your truck in a fucking ditch after you're hammered, and then they is come that, up to that, you, is that why you wanted me on the podcast from no. that night, or is it before that night? No, I've I, I wanted to before but, but then. What but was the, what was the original? See, I don't remember anything about that night. I don't remember I, that, which is a problem. That is a huge problem, and that's and that's uh, part of the reason why the no drinking thing. I don't remember like, even if you drink, nah. I drink thirty thousand dollars a year, and I don't remember half of it. Where's the fucking fun of that? The what what made me want to have you on the podcast is when I saw you text me when I was on live with Joshy. 
Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I have to get Bradley in here. I was like, how have I not thought about that yet? But no. But when you post things like that and people see you and say, man, I live vicariously through you, man. Like, this is good shit. Like, I really enjoy it's seeing it. It's good that. shit. It's good for everybody else. Holy shit. It is good for everybody else. But is that the positive no, energy no. that you want to put out I into the to, world? I used to do a lot more um, in the community. And I and, and I'm, I was in a bad, dark spot for a long time because I really beat myself up over over a failed relationship. I had the whole world by the by the balls. Had my house, had my wife to be, um, had everything in order, but we but we weren't happy. And so after that, I went to a dark spot for a long time. So a lot of those posts that came in the last two years, that people were like, "Oh my God, I saw you know what you did last night. Are you okay?" Or, "Oh, yeah. oh my God, that was epic." Like a lot of that stuff is just me venting uh, with self-loathing and just like just hate for myself. I think I've I think I've bridged that gap. I've gotten to um, be like friends with my ex and her husband. They love me. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm you know when I was drinking, I drank with them the past couple of weeks, and you know, I got my ex is like, yeah, you won my husband over. He loves you. You know, it wasn't hard. Um, but um, so I think I bridged that gap where I don't I don't hate myself as much anymore. And I found some positivity in my life, and that's really where the where the whole I want to curb my drinking. I want to be back. I want to get either not drink at all, or I want to do it responsible, if that's even possible. Yeah. So you know what I mean. I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to say that I can quit 100, percent but if I need to, and just the first step was just recognizing it first of all. Yeah. And then doing little things like you wearing the glasses and I'm wearing the watch on the right hand, and um, and honestly. The thought of this person never talking to me again and my watch stopping the moment that she told me never to call her again just like blew my mind, man. Like the universe or God or whomever you want to refer to it as is has a very, very peculiar way of, of, handling of, things. of making things known. I, I can show you the domino effect that, that for the past 20 years has led up to this moment that we're sitting here right now. I can show you. Like, I can tell you, you know, this person led to this person, which led to this person, which led to me raising their child, which led to a job, which led to, I can show you, da, 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 like, domino effect. So I trust everything that's going to go on to, to be the what's supposed to go on. But when you have epic signs like someone you really care about not wanting to talk to you, you know, the watch freaking breaking and then stopping at that moment, like, and you have no recollection. And the only thing you remember from the night is that one sentence, do not call me again. What if time travel exists and you've come from the future I'm, to leave mind, breadcrumbs for yourself? Mind blown, bro. So I think life is funny that way. And, and you could call it God. You can call it. Whatever you want to call it, destiny. Yeah. I mean, you could I believe in God, and I call it God. And I am a Christian, but I say God in the universe just for the sake yeah. of people who don't believe like I do. Yeah, and I prayed. I prayed that the prayer, like the, I, I didn't. When you said that about the drunk praying, I didn't drunk pray as much because I didn't have that relationship with God that I, that I had when I was younger. But yeah. now, now, I I, I prayed my ass off the past couple of weeks. That that this person would stay in my life. Like I, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I've like. Now, have you been praying that this person would stay in your life, or have you been praying that you will make the changes that will make this person want to stay into you? Well, in your the, life? The, the, the I mean, it's there's one and the same. It's like you know, please don't let this be the end. But they're not. But they're not one and the same. Well, I'm not saying that God, I'll do this if you do that. I'm not saying that. I'm like. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm just. But I, I think that approaching this from a standpoint of. Please help me make this right. Well, 
in a way of rather than like I want this thing. I took it. I took it more literal than it actually was. And so even though that she may not have been as mad as as I thought she was, it was good that I felt that she was. Yeah. So, um, at this point, absolutely artillery. At this, at this, God point, can help with everything if you're open to it. That's right. And um, I think we, I think we as a society have turned away from. Them. I think, I think, I think. And I don't want to get philosophical. It's got a lot to do. And I, dude, get philosophical. Get, get uh, philosophical, uh, philosophical here. Because, here, because dude, seriously, I, mean, I, I, I talk about it a lot. The, the morality has eroded to such a point, like, I don't think we can come back from it. I, I, don't, I don't think we can back up what the last 20 years have, have, have become. I, I, don't, I don't think we can. Well, people are changing as much now. As they have since the Bible times, you know, like like I think that people have changed as much in the last fifty years as they have since the writing of the Bible into the nineteen fifties. Probably well, this the the erosion. I mean, back in nineteen ninety three, this the, the 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 things that you see today that didn't didn't exist. Like I mean, they didn't you didn't ha- they existed, but they weren't on, on the front page. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm to everybody's to each their own. Do whatever you want. I just think the mor- morality of a lot of things that go on in this world is just eroded. Yeah, it absolutely every day, is. I, I, every day you hear about child porn, um, somebody abusing a child or child yeah, pornography. Yeah, throw a rock, hit a pedo. Yeah, I mean, it's um, and it, it, has society been so sexualized that? Probably. I mean, I'm a, I'm a guy. Like I'm I'm a dude. I like I like to fuck. I mean, get, you get can't it. watch a shampoo commercial without having O faces and like. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. They, they, they have over yeah. over sexualized everything in our lives. Yeah. And uh and and that's gotten. It, it what fifty years ago? Like my aunt got married when she was thirteen. Like that was acceptable, at that time. Now it's not acceptable, but the uh, for for whatever reason we've. Aggressed and then digress. Does that make any sense? Yeah, like you've what one one step forward and two steps back. Yeah, um, we did so much for race relations and then just undid it in the last eight ten, eight to ten years. Well, um, I don't know that. I really feel like if you look in the right places, and it's hard to see around here and around us, but I, I I'm really really. Well, they all, we only see what we only see what the the media is giving us, and we and ninety yeah. percent of that is bullshit. But I don't watch the media as much as I watch people. And, well, and people around just, here are great. Uh, I yeah, people around here are great. But I see a lot of people that are on Facebook that will say a lot of really racist <laughs> shit and on don't both, realize on both, on both sides. On both sides they will say a lot of really racist shit, and they don't realize that what they're saying is racist. But they're totally outing themselves as a racist and don't understand that they're doing so. And I see that so often. And I'm like, I understand that these people are just speaking how they've always spoke. And they're saying things that they've always said. Yeah, but just well, overtly racist tones. I don't. It bothers me. It bothers me. Yeah. You know, I was trying to do business with this guy, and you know, I'm a I'm a builder now. I was in real estate, but I'm a builder now. I'm a supervisor for um, projects, and um, basically just you know travel the job sites and you know make sure subs are doing their jobs, price them out, make sure that they're on time, make sure the job's getting done. And yeah, I'm pricing out uh, a, a local a local guy that lived two 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 blocks down the street my whole life. His son and I grew up together, and I was just talking to him, and he was so racist. 
And it was, and I was like, how do you, how have you stayed in business this long? Like talking like that. I mean, he just, he felt like he could say that to me because we, because. Yeah. Because, because we're white. Well, not only that, but you know, we grew up. I grew. Uh, I know your son. I grew up down the street. And yeah. He's like, da, 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 da. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I was blown away. It gets to the point now where if somebody says something like that to me, I'm like, hey, just just stop. Call, yeah, yeah. Calm your tits. Don't let's let's. We can't say and, that. And and not only that, how about negativity in general? Like, Absolutely. Like negativity in general, just. I'm a big believer in the in the book and the and the. I didn't read the book. I watched the movie The Secret. Basically says whatever you put out, you're gonna get back tenfold. Oh yeah, and uh, golden rule. And so, negativity. If somebody starts in on me with negativity, I won't even deal with it. Like I won't. I won't even. I won't even. Yeah. Like that's not something. And that's that racism. Just completely negativity. Yeah, I feel like I've I've gained more in my life recently by countering everything in my life with positivity. Whether it's negative or not, I will counter everything in my life with positivity. And I put, and I've really made a conscious effort to do that lately. And it's very hard for me because I'm a fucking asshole. And you know that. <laughs> you are a dick. Um, I mean, it's really hard for me to just be well, positive. Not only but that, I've but, really tried to but, change that. Um, just, I don't know how to say, um, just be positive to everybody around you. Like you see somebody, you know, say, hey, yeah. you're beautiful. Or, hey, you're, um, hope you're having a great day. You know, buy someone's lunch. Like, people don't do that enough. And, I think the world would be a better place if, if everybody would just once a day try to make someone else's day better. Just yeah, exactly. Like it, it, you can, whenever somebody comes into contact with you, they will leave you feeling one of two ways: whether either positive or negative. Exactly. And, and I want everyone that hits me to feel positive because there's so many people out there that think that I'm an absolute douchebag that have never spoke to me, and they're they're basing their opinions on what someone else says about me that doesn't know me either. Yes. Or doesn't like me because I tell too much truth. In other words, I, a lot of times people don't like me because I just tell the truth, like as I see it. But a lot of times it's the truth. Yeah. So people can't stand that. Well, that's part two of the reason why I wanted to have you on here because I do feel like you and and I'll, I'll jump in on the I, I love the love the the Facebook hate every now and again. It's just fun. Oh yeah, they oh they the the, the hate the Facebook hate. I, let me tell you, no one knows more about Facebook hate than me. And I've come, and I and I and I've stopped worrying about defending myself because the people that are are just projecting and spewing that hate out into the world have no. Bearing on my life and they're not doing anything in the community so like if let me say let's say for instance someone that I respect it yeah cared about said something negative about me that would mean something you know someone that was doing something positive in the community a, a pillar of the community not your cokehead that hangs out at the bar yeah like that's but but they've got a big following because they're somebody at some bar yeah you know what I'm saying those people don't even play into my life. Like it, at first, when I caught a lot of hate a couple of years ago, um, it bothered me. And then just one day it snapped, and I was like, "Look at who is talking bad about you, and just consider the source." You know, somebody like, um, and I'll use an example. My dad is like one of the nicest, coolest people on the planet. Everyone loves him. No one can say a bad word about him. It may be just me being a little bit biased, but I mean, the guy is like, you know, ran for Congress. He's been the ear to the last two governors. Like he's uh, been appointed to the higher education commission. He's got, yeah. It was just like he's like a genuinely good dude. And like, and I said, and the people that I know that remind me of him that are pillars of the community. We'll see, you, artillery. Thanks for hanging out. If they spit that type of hate out towards me, I would be a little bit more upset. Yeah. So, so if somebody's doing something with their lives and they're mad at me, and I genuinely deserved it, 
I would I would try to correct that. Yeah. And there's only been a handful of times that I have tried to correct people that are mad. And and I, and I told him I said the only reason I'm sitting here talking to you or, or wasting my energy, or not wasting my energy, but putting, yeah, yeah, putting my energy in, in, into you at this moment is because I think you're worth it. Yeah. And I think you as a person is worth it. And those people come around. Yeah, and and that's going back to the same deal that you will find out who your real people are. You'll oh, yeah. find out who's going to be there for you and who's just there to yeah. just so that other people will find like but to use you to progress them. One of the worst feelings in the world is um, for me personally is that it, you know it doesn't bother me that they talk they talk shit, but the the hundred people's people that comment or like. That I had no idea that had a problem with me, but are friends with me into my yeah. face. That got to be that got to be a little bit that got to be a little bit disconcerting, because I don't care what people say. That's I don't care, but yeah. I, I don't want to I don't want to put my energy into people that are going to run around and talk behind my back. So like, and I'll give you an example. One day I just broke down. I was like, hey, uh, I talked to one of my best girl, girlfriends at the time, and um, she catches a lot of flack too. But we're not friends anymore, for whatever reason. And um, I said, hey, just go through there. Here's my Facebook login. Go through there and wipe out anyone that has a negative comment or likes this comment. You know, somebody was talking shit about me that we all know, and they constantly do it. And I said, go through there and erase anyone that liked it or anyone that commented on it. Yeah. And and period. So I lost like. 25 people in one crack. But, and then people were like, oh, why'd you get rid of me? I was like, well, I didn't. I had my social secretary yeah. run through it. Social and, secretary. And run through it and, and uh, get rid of those people that are talking shit. I was like, there's no, there's no reason for me to be nice to your face and shake your hand if you're behind, behind my back here cussing me. I was like, I, I, I don't, I'll be pleasant. I'm not going to, but I'm not going to be like, oh my God, hey, and give you a hug and like genuinely want to know how you're doing and try to, and try to be your friend when you're, you know, talking shit behind my back. I and mean, I only did that, only did that one time. Yeah. And, I, and if I did that every time, I would be less a hundred friends. So I gave up caring at that point. So and, I, and at that after that after that point I was just like you know what I'm gonna be nice to everybody uh, I'm gonna speak to everybody and the ones that I know that have ill will to say I'm just gonna avoid them and a lot of people I can see their face like I walk into a bar and the bartender's just talking shit and and they don't they don't then they look at me and they they light up and then they get real somber because that I'm no longer the person that they're used to because I know that they're talking shit. I've seen it happen. Like, oh, I, I, I was like, that was one of the twenty. Now, do you feel like that some of that is warranted? Some of what what I've done is warranted. No, some of the shit talking for someone for, for somebody who and and then getting back to not to interrupt someone, you, but I, I wanted to give you a, a way to show people who you actually are rather I, than just a. If your I have Facebook done posts. something to you directly, yeah, then that's warranted. Okay. Yes. But for everyone to get on the bandwagon, because oh, people talking shit. That's right. Okay, I understand. And, and I haven't never done okay. anything to you yeah. that's warranted. But your reason for hate is, oh, everyone likes him. I don't understand why. Let's hate him because everyone likes him because no one likes me as much as they like that type of shit. Yeah, that's not that, that's not cool. That's not fair. Um, but I'm, I, I don't have time for it. Like I don't yeah. have time for. So I've got I've got like I've literally got three people. No, two now because I've, I've, I've made up with one of them. I literally have two people, that, the only two people that have any reason to talk shit. Maybe three. Like any valid reason to talk shit. And and what I did, I said the truth, but I, probably, I said it too publicly. Yeah. You know, and embarrassed them. Okay, but it doesn't make it not the truth. And after that, they have, t- they've, they have continued that hate for years. 
where I have let it go a week after. Yeah. And because if you harbor any type of hate, you can't grow as a person. That's true. But I will I will argue that there are certain things that are done and that, that can just not be forgiven. And I have one of those with my mom. Like, I don't speak to my mom, and I won't ever probably speak to her again as long as I live. And I, I know that I'm only like that with her. I only reserve that for her. Nobody else in my life gets that kind of treatment. Well, I burned some bridges that can't be undone, and it's my fault. But as to be an adult yes. and let it go after after a couple of years, after after the person has reached out and said they were sorry, they sorry I said it, doesn't mean it's not true. I'm sorry that I said it. Yeah. Okay. To, to harbor that shit for years and years and years is childish. And, oh, for sure. And, and and then, you know, to have a Facebook rant and then, then take it down, which I have done, but to do it once a week and, like, you know, have a, have a rant about this person and then I'm not going to talk shit about this person anymore and then do it over and over again and over and over again. It's like saying I'm going to quit alcohol once a month and then not doing it. It doesn't. Yeah. You've lost your credibility after the 20th time. Cry wolf. Yes. And, and, and what's worse is all these people bash me and, and have bashed me. and I, it, it, it has zero bearing on my life. Like, it's not keeping me from getting work. It's not keeping me from making money. It's, uh, it's keeping me out of a handful of bars, which I probably shouldn't be in anyway. And, and, uh, and otherwise, it's not affecting me because I'm not allowing it. I'm not participating. I'm not going back and forth. Yeah, well, I think that, you know, not not giving attention to something that's bothering you is really removing the, its power. Yes. And and that that's a that's 100% a good thing to do. I, I'm just I really wanted to allow you a chance and I was sort of trying to get across earlier I got caught up in whatever I was saying about uh fuck, I don't know, God or something. But uh I wanted to give you an opportunity to like have people see you and what you actually believe. Now, yeah, people, at, people right now from from sober to drunk, where do you think you are right now as as far as the person that the people are seeing? Are you from like one being sober, 10 being drunk? I'm I'm a completely sober. The only difference between this person and drunk Bradley is I'm able to be a little bit more charismatic. But my my thoughts on things don't change. My truth is still the truth. Yeah. Now, once I cross over to level 11 drunk, yeah. there's no fucking rhyme or reason. That's what I was going to say. What does eleven? What does a level oh, 11 drunk look like to people? It looks it look like an arrogant fucking asshole that's just a dickhead. Like, I mean, I wish I could get someone on the phone that has seen it recently. Like, maybe, like, I don't know, I can get Joey on the phone? Is that, is that you have that ability yet? Joey, if you want to call me, you can call my cell phone right now, and I'll put you on speakerphone if you want jo- to. Joey, you don't have to. Now, I Joey, know you're watching. Joey's my best friend in the whole world. If anybody can, like... Tell you what drunk Bradley looks like. It's he almost kicked me out of the car the other night on the side of the road and tased me. Like um, so, and, and talk about unlimited patience. My good friends like Cheese and and Joey Bellamy and um, Marshall Staten and uh, Jess Fisher. These guys have unlimited patience, and they have come to my aid a thousand times, and I can never repay them. But um, that you want to talk about what true friendship looks like when I'm drunk cussing you out on the side of the highway? Like that's a that's unlimited patience, and. Um, and now, I, was Joey working that night? No, he wasn't okay. working that night. And I don't know if you can talk about it if he was working. Joey, yeah. Joey, if you want to call me. Uh, and he don't have to mention anything about, you know. He just, one is too many and ten isn't enough. Is that how you feel in your drinks? <laughs> one is too many and ten isn't enough, probably. <laughs> 
nailed him. Nailed it, Abby. Um, yeah, so yeah, to, total douchebag. I mean, if, if someone sees that Bradley and has never met me, yeah. then they're, I'm fucked. They're never going to unsee that. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Uh, and I, I can I can see that because... I've been I've been in the back seat of a suburban on the way back from Key West, oh, fucking, fucking screaming, screaming at Johnny Miller and, fucking, and Keith, and oh I'm like, God. fucking oh, pissed. terrible, terrible fucking son I was that weekend, and well, I was I, so I, pissed, I, man. I, I, and it was my birthday, and I was like, oh, I fucked your birthday sad. too. No, I, no, it wasn't I think that's bad. why you just... slapped me the next time. I think that, mm-hmm. I, I think that's why you're because see, believe it or not, people when they get drunk and they they see a person that has a negative connotation, like. At a past point, that might be why I slapped you that yeah, night. So you didn't see me; you saw me in marathon on fucking up your birthday. That's what you saw, and and that's the same thing with the probably with the woman that the, our friend's wife that slapped the shit out of me a couple times. At the they're bar. probably seeing who you were the last time they yeah, saw you. Yeah, and, and but when you're drunk, you you only you when you're that drunk when you cross that line, you, you put all your negativity into, into one basket and you throw it at the person. Now here's the thing: at what point? Do you say okay? There's a there's a you'll get to an eleven drunk and you'll do whatever. You turn into a different person. So when at you that get, point, I have no control. At that point, when you have no control, I have no. Control. How many people are you going to piss off at that point? I that piss will off see you a lot. That will see you months later and still hold that thing against a you a lot. Mm-hmm. And, but they will never say anything. And 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 I and I know that if I did piss somebody off, the next day I'm calling. I'm like, oh shit. And you know what? It would be just much easier in my life if I didn't do that. Yeah, much now, easier. Is there anything that you could do that would uh, like anything that you could do or see that would like sort of throw up a flag that that Bradley's about to show up There's to nothing, yourself? Nothing, because because or do you feel or no, does it feel the same doing, to you're, you? You're doing 100 miles an hour, and then you hit a brick wall. Okay. At, at 98 miles an hour, it's the same as 76. Well, what's wrong with going? What's wrong with just cruising 30, at 60? Just cruising at 60. Yeah, what's wrong with cruising at 60? Well, I'll give you 60 because we're on the highway. I mean, shit, this is the interstate down here, brother. This is the Audubon. The Marsh Walk is the Audubon. There's no there's no uh, speed limit on that when, road. When you've been doing 100 your whole life, 60 is just too slow. And that's and it, There you go, Abby. One's too many and 10's not enough. That's right. Um, but yeah, so I've, I've lost a lot of friends and, you know, if any of those people are listening to me now, um, yeah, I don't know why they would. We're not friends on the internet anymore, of course, but, um, I think more people will hear this than you think. Well, I, then, then everyone that I have been friends with, if you, if, if you felt like that, I've burned you, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't, I'm not, not, may not know all of the reasons. Um, but genuinely I'm a good person and you could call me. Today and I would come do whatever I needed to do for you. I saw that post or tweet. Yeah. Um, Which it, one was it? It was a post or a meme or whatever. Um, but yeah, that that rings. It don't matter. It don't matter how mad. I'm, all right. So I have I harbor no hate towards anyone, and my life is so much happier. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that harbor hate towards me. That I'm like, come on, guys. I'm like, you're all at that. Effectively, I am winning when you hold that hate because I'm affecting you. Like I'm, yeah. I don't want to win, but you still holding on to this. Peach I, water. I'm I'm winning. I'm I'm one. Yeah. Because I've got one over on you. I don't let anybody win because I don't hate anyone. Like there's nothing that anyone's ever done to me that warrants any type of hate. Well, that's good. It's good to feel that way because um, 
if it'd be easy for you to just return how other people feel to you. Yeah. And you're obviously bigger than that. So I and I, we're, we're we're coming up on that and I, I don't I don't even know what time I started we're, we've been at recording this for an audio. Hour? We've been over an hour for sure because I didn't start recording audio until about twenty minutes in probably and we're over an hour on audio. I didn't I didn't know that this was this easy. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, I, I really, and, and you, you get what I mean. Like, for the first couple of minutes, when you're listening to yourself in the headphones, you, it, it's like, oh shit, this is this is legit. But then you get to a point where you're like, okay, this is, you know, you're just having a conversation now, and I really want to give you the opportunity now. Like you're saying that anybody that you've ever hurt or pissed off, that you're sorry for that. Uh, is this uh, an me, official no, no, apology well, for something specific, or did you well, want to do I, that? I don't, I don't. I don't feel the need to apologize for anything specific because that is continuing on the cycle. So if I if I bring up something in specific, then that person's going to hear about it, and it's going to. I'm just going to carte blanche and say that if if I have publicly humiliated you or burned you in any way. That I'm sorry. And that that person is not me. That is drunk Bradley. Which, they believe it or not, they're two different people. Because I can't control myself at a certain point, and I know it. That's why I shouldn't drink at all. And I say things that, in my mind, are the truth, but shouldn't be said. Or they're my opinion of the truth. So I apologize to anyone that I may have offended. And... and and ask for your forgiveness. And if I don't get it, there's nothing I can do about it. I mean, well, I mean, I can't do anything. True story. There's nothing I can do about it. But I, I would say if you if, if if you can find in your heart to forgive me, it'd be better for yourself. Like, I mean, basically, don't harbor hate because that just rocks your soul. And I did that for so long for so many people. It just made me a miserable, it a miserable person. So if, if if you don't forgive me, that's fine. Just know that you're never going to grow as a person until you're able to forgive those that hurt you. And and that's a that's a um, that's part of the Bible. You know. Yeah. You know, for God sent His only Son to forgive His Son to, to die for our sins. Yeah. Uh, forgive or forgive not and be or uh, what is it? How did He say it? Judge not, lest ye be judged, or something like that. But I just, and I also want to say is like if you if you do, you're not you're not hurting me anymore. You're not. Yeah. Hurting, you're not I mean, bashing me on the internet and um, saying bad things to my friends and, and being negative is not hurting me because <laughs> because these people no no longer play a role in my life. Yeah. And and if you look at the source, you better be doing some damn good stuff to be throwing stones in a glass house. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, if anybody with any with any you know, decent standing community was upset. Someone who did, like, my pastor or, you know, someone who did went out of their way to help the community and they were mad at me, I would be a little bit more upset. Yeah, but I get what you mean. These aren't exactly the kind of people that, yeah, you're, you're worried I'm about not, keeping. I'm not going to be upset about the bar rat, the co- cokehead. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna I hear be... that. And that's not, Rightfully that's not, so. that's not I'm not so. saying that anybody of those people are that. I'm just saying, like, that's, a, that's the example that I've dealt with over the past yeah, couple of years. Yeah, for sure. But, um, is there anything else you want to talk about? Man, uh, I think we nailed it all, but I tell you what, I really do hope that the next time you're on this podcast, we get to talk about how long you've been sober for. I, I hope I hope that... And I hope that not because of what I want, but because of what you obviously want. I, here's what I want. I don't want any more blackout nights. 
Okay, and if the only way to get there is to not drink, then so be it. But it, can't get burned if you don't play with the fire, buddy. That's true. That's true. I, 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 I'm hoping that I, I, I got a good thing going. I'm going to try to keep it. Well, I do want to want you to come in and talk with me at least. Uh, you know, let's do this like quarterly. Yeah, sure. And because I'm going to keep this thing going. We're at 116 right now, and I, I remember the day that I recorded episode number one. I never thought I'd get this far, man. But uh, whenever we're in the Further up in the 100s, you got to come back in and and see if anything's different. I I hope it will. I hope I'm I'm coming back and telling you that everything is. I mean, I've had the best six months of my life, and almost ruined it last Monday. So I'm hoping that I can. Well, it's good, and it, it, it and I, it almost takes something drastic like that to make you conscious enough to make the make a change. So I hope it. I hope it's drastic enough, but I hope it just sticks. Let's hope it's done. Let's hope that's done. All right. Bradley Parker, ladies and gentlemen. uh, Thanks for having me. YouTubers, hang tight there real quick. I'm going to wrap this up for audio. And, uh, yeah, just whatever you do, don't put that headphones over. People like to put them over like this and it'll hiss in my head. But, anyway, um, YouTubers, hang tight for just a little bit. I'm going to get audio folks out of here. Um, And for audio people, please go to the YouTube and click subscribe. Please, uh, yeah, do all that. So I'm about to say that all in an intro anyway. But anyway, audio folks, have a good day. Get on with your lives. I love you. I mean it. Enjoy your world. Make it better. In a world full of shitty people, don't be one of those people. Be a good person. Peace, bitches.